It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. We have done a lot of podcasts over this past four or five days. I've done two postcast shows after BYU beats Houston in basketball and also the win over Idaho State. Obviously, we, we broke the news about Kalani Satake and the whole um, Tom Homo incident on Saturday night with the extend Kalani shirt reveal, etc., and of course, this morning we talked about Kalani Satake and the news I'd got that I was hearing that the podcast or the, I was hearing that the extension was going to come out later. And of course, then they just go ahead and announce it at what, 1030 on on Monday morning that the extension is done. So I figured I'd sit down with a good friend of mine, a guy who's on the podcast pretty regularly. He is Sean Walker from KSL.com. We're going to do a little emergency pod, I guess we'll call it. But Sean, what's up, my friend? Jake, I'm really excited. Or should I say my good buddy, Jakey, Yaki, Yaki, I'm so excited to be here so that I can break some own, some own news myself. Are you ready? Okay. We, you got a drop? You got a drop? Ready? One, two, three. I'm proud to announce that I'm committing to the Lockdown Cougar podcast through the uh, 2023 season. Sweet. I like this. That's what we like to hear. All right. Let's talk about it. You let's exclusive rights to my voice. So... I can hear your followers dropping you in droves right now, so I apologize for that. Whatever. All right, let's let's talk about it. This is Locked On Cougars Emergency Pod Edition as we talk about Kalani Satake and his contract extension. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage... The cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, as I mentioned, the news came down this morning about 10.30, right? It was about 10.30, right? Uh, yeah, like 10.30, 10.45. I just remember I was literally putting on my shoes to get out the door to head down to Provo for Sitake's usual weekly media briefing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even have my phone out. I didn't have my computer out, nothing. And I get this uh, private message sent to me that said, hey, BYU just announced an extension for Sitake. Do you know about this? Well, well. All right, here we go. Yeah, so I was driving. So it was before 11. Yeah. yeah. So I was driving from Salt Lake. I, of course, I do my show, uh, DJ and PK in the morning from Vivint Smart Home Arena every day. That's where our st- studios are located for our station. And I was on my way down to Provo for the press conference. And I was driving along, listening to a podcast like I could normally do on my commute. And all of a sudden, I get a text message, followed by another text message, followed by another text message. I shouldn't be admitting this, but I did look down at my phone and I see, did you see this? And it had. I hope officials from Utah aren't listening to this podcast. Or the Utah Highway Patrol, one way or the other. But I looked out on my phone and it says, you see in this, and it's a link to the release from BYU announcing Kalani Satake's contract extension. I broke the news on Locked on Cougars Saturday night, uh, the Daily Universe. Excuse me, sir. Give credit where credit is due to the fine student journalists at the Universe. It's not Daily anymore. Just Universe. Sorry, the Universe at BYU. I've spoken as a former Universe 
writer slash editor in chief, sports editor. Sports editor. Uh, okay, sports editor Sean Walker, obviously. Never actually, a sports writer there. Really? Funny enough, I was not. We'll get into that sometime later. But. Okay, but so we're so I'm driving and we, I saw the I saw their tweet and then I had a, a source who walked into JCW's where I was doing the post pre and post game show for the Zone, the station I work for, and they walk in and I'm like I show them the thing from the universe and I'm like oh yeah that just happened so of course I tweet out what what they told me about it and we went with it and obviously I, I talked about on the podcast earlier today, Sean that. In speaking with some other people since I talked about that news on Saturday, is that a lot of people thought that this extension was going to get done. It obviously was on its way because if Tom's not going to walk in there, Tom Homo, BYU's athletic director, is not going to walk into a locker room and reveal a extend Kalani shirt if there's not something in the works. But I was told not to expect an extension announcement probably until after the season, the regular season was over, kind of that interlude between the regular season ending and the bowl game. Just kind of keep BYU in the headlines. Well, BYU decided to short circuit that and they announced the extension today what were your kind of your initial thoughts on it sean i think and i talked about this earlier i think it's a long time coming i think it's deserved but what do you think yeah i mean i'm i'm like you i've reached out to a couple of people um as well when i kind of first saw some video floating around instagram and i saw your report i listened to your report excuse me didn't see it i listened to it audio medium um and then i saw the uh, the universe report and everything so i reached out to some people um and a lot of people kind of circumstantially around the program told me pretty much the same thing that they told you. They said, yeah, it's probably happening. Tom's been working on it for a while. Um, I think the, the word that I heard once or twice was eminent. They felt like an okay. extension for Kalani Sitake was eminent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't official. It wasn't a totally done deal. Obviously, it was done enough that Tom felt confident enough to, to kind of reveal those plans to the players in the locker room. Um, but it wasn't quite like 100% there, stamped by the board of trustees, um, all of that kind of normal stuff. Um, where I really felt like it was extremely imminent was I reached out to BYU Athletic Communications since these reports are flying yes. like crazy. Um, As all of us do. Yeah. And, and I, I reached out to several, several people over there, the, the fine folks over there at BYUAC, um, and I didn't hear back from any of them. Yeah. And that's usually a pretty good red flag, I think, that something is in the works. Because generally, I feel like I have a pretty good relationship with these guys. Um, They'll kind of give me a heads up if something is totally out of the Mm -hmm. water, um, laughing, chuckling, whatever, that kind of thing. I didn't get any of that. Yeah. Um, So that was a pretty clear sign, I think, to me that there's no deal that's done. And any deal, especially at BYU, we know, can be stricken down at the last minute. Yeah. Um, But... Again, that word eminent yeah. just felt kind of like the feeling around Kalani Satake and the extension. So I think it's a good thing that they got it done earlier rather than later. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just it's it's this this is the kind of news that I think this program really needs. Mm-hmm. Because Kalani Satake is he's such a player's coach. He's he's a guy that, that recruits want to come play for. He's a guy that players want to want to show out for. He's a guy that I mean, when you talk to him for just 15 minutes just on the street, you want to run through a brick wall for this guy because he's so genuine. Um, he's just, he's emotional. He's gaudy. Sometimes that gets the better of him, especially on fourth down. Um, but but he's just, he's got that kind of personality that I think keeping him locked up 
um, at least for the significant term. And we don't know full terms of the deal. We, we maybe never will fully yeah. with BYU, but we do know that his contract is here through the 2023 season. And I think it's good to have him locked up through that date. And I think that date in particular, it's very, very well targeted, which maybe we can get to in a minute. Yeah, well, I, you're very good on, in terms of pointing that out, Sean, because BYU is a private institution, doesn't have to release the figures, the contract details, et cetera, for clients to talk to. So we likely will never see the full contract. That's not going to happen. But BYU also is very reticent to um, reveal more information than they need to. Does that make sense? That Traditionally, they don't reveal a lot. So I did find it notable that, yes, we've extended his contract through 2023. I found that as a notable addition to what BYU normally and under other circumstances, does with contract extensions. Yeah, about a year about a year ago, my alma mater, Syracuse University. So, just revealing my biases for you guys. Um, I went to Syracuse. It's another private school, former religious college. They announced a similar contract extension for Dino Babers after a great year that mm-hmm. the Orange had there, finishing the top twenty-five. Uh, they were the second best team in the ACC. Uh, still are right. I believe so. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Um, but anyway, so they announced this contract extension for Dino Babers, handled it much the same way that BYU usually does. Uh, and the only words that they used in announcing the extension was a multi-year deal that will keep Babers in central New York for a very long time. Hmm. Uh, nobody really knows exactly what's that. what that means. Is it a lifetime extension? Is it a 10-year extension? Like, multi-year? Could it just be, like, another two years added to his, his first-time coaching deal? Like, nobody really knows. And Syracuse has remained completely mum on the length of Dino Baber's contract uh, in the time being. So for BYU to go out and say 2023, I think it's very significant, especially when you consider the way the landscape of college football is likely going to, mm-hmm. to change sometime between the 2022 and 2024 season when several conferences media rights are expiring and the Pac-12, the Power Big 10, Five. the SEC, the Big 12, all of them, when they're all scrambling to try to renegotiate new television contracts with the ESPNs, Fox, and CBSs of the world. Yeah, no, and I think you're dead on with that. I think this gives flexibility to the, to the BYU administration and the BYU athletic department, but also gives Kalani Sitake that extension he has sought for quite a while now. I think it allows him now, to, now and his coaching staff to go out on the on the recruiting trail and say, guess what? He's locked up. So if you're going to sign with us program right now, he's going to be here through the entirety of your of your playing career, barring you going on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, because that would obviously put a two-year hold on things. But I think it's big time for this program because Kalani, I think he has an opportunity here to win out this season. Get If they win nine games this year, Sean, it equals his high watermark as a head coach. They had nine wins in his first season with an NFL quarterback and an NFL running back in the, in, in the and roster. And an NFL safety. And an NFL safety, correct. So I think matching that nine win mark, obviously it'll be the woulda, coulda, shoulda with the Toledo and also the um, – the Toledo and USF losses, thinking, okay, we could have 9, 10, 11 win seasons there. But regardless, I think this gives Kalani Satake that um, that much-needed boost to go out on the recruiting trail and hopefully lock in some of these guys who may have been dragging their feet, wondering, is this guy going to be the guy in, in Provo? I'm really glad you mentioned those two losses to Toledo and South Florida, because I think the last time we met on this podcast, Jake, we we had some very strong words for the Satake administration. We did. A lot of fans were very upset with the coaching staff and the players um, and the overall athletic administration, et cetera, the university itself even, to some extent. And I think a lot of those words were, were merited. I think they were duly respected. Um, I also think they were heard, and I think Kalani himself 
whether by us, I'm not going to take any credit for it, but, but whether by us or by just people around the program who kind of talked to him and listened and whatever, I think he heard kind of some of that stuff because of the turnaround this team has had from that from upsetting Boise State about a month ago until this point, I think has been a key stretch mm-hmm. in proving to not only Tom Homo, but BYU President Kevin Worland um, and the entire board of trustees that Kalani Satake really, really is the right man for the job at BYU, uh, both professionally and also off the field. Uh, I mean, he's obviously he's an active member of the LDS Church, holds a current Temple Recommend. Um, you told me, I don't know if we should publicize this, but you told me that he's recently been called into a bishopric. He is, in a, um, <laughs> he is an LDS bishopric on campus at BYU. Don't don't worry, guys. He's still like he's still a football coach first. He's a counselor. Yes. You guys know how we don't, we don't need to get into all of that. But <laughs> but he's obviously I mean, he's he's just so much of the right fit for BYU. And I think this stretch over the last month has really proven that with the way he was able to take these two just gut punching, gut wrenching losses for players, coaches, fans, administrators, etc., and turn them into this current four game winning streak that includes two wins over rivals, Boise State and Utah State, um, not dropping the ball, heading into a, a much easier November. And now the chance for probably an eight or nine win season coming out the other end. I mean, I, I just, I, I can't help but think that this hasn't been crucial in terms of him proving that he really is the right guy for the job. It's the worst kept secret that he made changes during midseason to kind of revamp how the coaching staff was working on things, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. It's all paid off, Sean. I'm absolutely with you. I think this last month or so, the stretch, I think it's proven to the administration that Kalani is truly becoming a head coach that they can rely on. He's obviously a guy who's also very comfortable dealing with all of the things that BYU and the head coach at BYU has to deal with. Stringent academic requirements, obviously the honor code. There's so many different things that this coach has so many extra hoops that the head coach at BYU has to jump through and everything we've ever heard from Kalani in the four years he's been head coach here is he is totally fine jumping through those hoops he has no problem doing it so it's good to see him getting rewarded for being willing to do that yeah he's he's a great face for the program he's a great ambassador both for BYU and for the church that owns it um and I think he's becoming a better and better football coach he's not there yet he'll tell you himself he's not there yet but he's a first-time head coach working with now three first-time coordinators, offensive and defensive coordinators. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's getting better. I think that's really all you can ask for out of BYU in this independence era um, and everything else around the university. I think all you can ask for is that he's getting better and that he's he's willing to own up to his his shortfalls and his, his, uh, his fail comings. And he's willing to just improve little by little, week by week, game by game, um, you know, give you some really gut-punching losses, but also some really ecstatic, high-inducing victories. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's a it's a win-win-win all the way around for everybody involved with this contract extension. Looking forward to seeing what... Especially for a certain t-shirt provider that I expect to see on an Etsy page soon. Probably will be Inked Cougar if you're out there listening. Um, anyway, you know who Jake is. He's the one that made those hashtag extend Kalani shirts. They're actually well done. But, um, Sean, let's wrap things up here. Any uh, parting thoughts from you on this? We'll have, of course, more on this on tomorrow's official edition of Locked on Cougars. Sound from Kalani Satake and the like. But any additional thoughts from you before we, we call it a day? I think we mostly touched on it, on it, Jake. But like I said, I think this is the right choice. I think BYU did the right thing. It took them a little bit longer than a 
lot of fans wanted or expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but with sort of some of the midseason dips and, and the, the shortcomings brought on by a first-time head coach, I think you can see looking back a little bit why it maybe took this long. To get it done in the end is all that really matters. Exactly, and that's all that matters is it's done. Kalani Sitake is locked in through 2023, and I think things are looking up in pro. I think that's the positive news everybody can take out of this. All right, we will be back tomorrow with official edition of Locked On Cougars, obviously catching up on more of what's going on in BYU sports news. We wanted to get some thoughts together on this as an emergency pod as Kalani Sitake gets his contract extension. Sean, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jake. It's always a pleasure to have you. This has been a special emergency edition podcast of the Locked on Cougars podcast. Have a good day. Members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.